0: Welcome to the sermon podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ the St. Paul, located in Monta Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to FCCStPaul.org. Here is this week's sermon.
1: have two scripture readings. Uh, the first is from the book of Jeremiah and the second from the Gospel of Luke. Listen for God's word for you today. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah 17 beginning with the f- f- fifth verse. Thus says the Lord, cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes and its leaves shall stay green In the year of the drought, it is not anxious and does not cease to bear fruit. Oh, the heart is devious above all else. It is perverse. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart to give all according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. And now from the Gospel of Luke, 6th chapter, beginning with the 17th verse. He came down with them and stood on a level place, with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all of Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on the account, on the account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I have trust issues. Almost all of them are issues, trust issues with God. Maybe you do too, and maybe we all do as the body of Christ. The context of the Jeremiah passage is all about political alliances. Judah is considering aligning with Egypt against the Babylonians, but Jeremiah warns them of trusting in the alliance and indeed so much of the tactical planning and mindset of the leaders of Judah, and that instead, Judah should put its trust in God, not in military or political alliances. Indeed, the attempted alliance with, with Egypt blows up in their face, and only push the Babylonians to strike out even more brutally against Judah. Destroying the city and temple and sending all of them, including Jeremiah, into exile. Devastating results. And in the Luke passage, I always remember this passage as the Sermon on the Plain, you know, versus the Sermon on the Mount. But biblical scholars tell us that we should really pay attention to the word that becomes plain. Plain. In fact, literally is translated from the Greek as the level place. And in the Greek translations of the Hebrew Bible, this same word, these level places, according to Ronald Allen, are often often referred to places of corpses, disgrace, and idolatry, suffering and hunger, misery, annihilation and mourning. Jesus teaches that the way to the realm of God in the midst of the world is in such a level place. Alan continues, While standing in a broken level world, Jesus teaches the way of the present and coming renewal through the realm of God. We know all too well the broken places in our world today. We hear a certain desperation in both of these scripture readings. And I'm especially taken by the description in Luke that all the crowd were pressing, trying to touch him. Can you imagine being overwhelmed? We see this with celebrities all the time. But can you imagine the desperation to be healed, just to be close and touch him? Jeremiah and Luke are both telling stories of hard times, of threats and of brokenness, stories of trying to find the right way forward for safety and healing and hope. I get the feeling that the trust issues of our world aren't so specific to just us. It's hard to trust in God. It is It's hard to trust that God is in it, in this, right here, in the troubles and even in the hope. It is hard to trust God. I could even use other words like difficult, gut-wrenching, despairing, fearful. But haven't we heard that nothing is impossible with the love of Christ? Oh, we have, we have heard this, but we either don't really believe in it or in the midst of our troubles, we can't believe it and hear it and take it. Because of my own fearfulness, I have often read these scriptures as prescriptive, that is, as threatening, as if God is telling us in Jeremiah and Jesus (coughs) in Luke that if we don't act a certain way, God will smite us and we will suffer as the result. But sometimes, sometimes when I am listening with a calm and faithful heart, I hear it differently. Mm -hmm. These sayings aren't so much threats as they are simple, descriptive warnings. Mm -hmm. Like, if you go out in the pouring rain without a raincoat or an umbrella, you will get wet you will be miserable. Is this why we suffer? That we just don't even listen to God's simple explanation of how the world works? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't really know the answer to the suffering. Theologians will never be done trying to understand why there is suffering in the world. But I do know some of why I suffer I suffer because I'm mortal and human. Mm-hmm. And everyone I love is mortal. And this means that sickness and death are universal, and because we love, we suffer. I'll take that deal anytime. Yes. <laughs> I suffer because sometimes I don't do the things that would avoid or alleviate my own suffering, like eating and sleeping right, or to treat people with consistent kindness or listen to God's still small voice within me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to do the right things on time. I suffer because sometimes I stand up for justice and peace and love mm-hmm. and those are, there are those who would want to make me suffer for righteousness sake by threatening or enacting fear for my own safety and the safety of others. I suffer mostly because time after time I don't trust in God until I'm absolutely desperate. Trusting instead my own hardiness, my will to succeed, trusting in what I can buy or who I can influence, or trust in my own powers of intelligence to figure things out. Maybe your list is similar. Maybe your list is completely different but you are sure to have your own experience of suffering because you are like me, mortal. In many ways, today's scriptures just tell it like it is. There will be suffering and there will be things that are difficult to understand. But it seems to me that the divine response to our questions, our suffering and our confusion, and especially our fear, is the same in both passages. Trust in the Lord. Be faithful in your current situation, whatever it is. In times of trouble, this can be really difficult, very difficult to trust in God, especially if you're like me and have some trust issues. But if you are like me, you also know those moments of extreme grace where God breaks through the fear and mistrust, the false sense of self-security, and holds us so close in love and grace that we can finally relax and sink into that divine love with trust and relief. And if God will do that for me, me who is so hard-headed and close-hearted at times, God will do it for you too. God understands us. And God will do this for this body of Christ too. We have big decisions in front of us as the people of God in this configuration. And we might get scared, we might get downhearted, But God will do this same thing for this body of Christ. All we have to do is be faithful in each step we take. All we have to do is to seek God's call for us. All we have to do is take one step forward at a time with vision and possibility Mm -hmm. and trust that God will take care of the rest. We have heard this before. (laughs) Seek ye first the realm of God and its righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Alleluia. (laughs) Are we ready for an alleluia? God is in this. God is in here, in your hearts, and here in this room, sometimes when I get overwhelmed and I can't take a single step forward, when I'm overwhelmed with all that is in front of me, all that needs to get figured out and all that needs to be done, I remember this motto in my life, doing the right thing for the right reason rarely fails. Right. And all I have to do is the next right time after time after time after time after time after time the next right thing is to trust the Lord and believe that God is in it in this this is true for all of us as individuals and us as the body of Christ when we trust we become the healing place the healing presence in this level place of the world. We offer the healing so desperately sought in the Luke passage. We become Christ to the world. And even and especially in our little part of it here, where we are, wherever we're gonna be called to go, and the response will be, Alleluia. Praise be to God, to the Christ and to the Spirit. Amen.
0: Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at FCCStPaul.org That's fcc. S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L dot org. May God be with you in the coming week.